Hello, and welcome to another episode of Relatively Relatable. I'm your host, Sarah Chappé. And I'm your other host, Jake Cooley. The Relatively Relatable podcast is a weekly podcast about life, trends, and advice from two people who have no business giving it. And if you want to see more from Relatively Relatable, be sure to check us out on Instagram at Relatively Relatable Pod. So, Jake, we back. Yes, ma'am. After a break. Short Blake. (laughs) Short Blake. (laughs) Well, Rusty. Obviously, the the break didn't do me any good. Uh, It was needed. It it was a needed break. Sometimes you just got to take a week off. Yeah. Recenter yourself. Yeah. Find some new zen. Yeah. Well, I got I got a vent about something, and I've been waiting. Oh, okay. I didn't talk okay. about it before we started recording because I, I yeah, just... Yeah, this is... Yeah, I feel uncharted like... Uncharted territory, but okay. Yeah, so, okay, I got a cricket. Uh, Like a little bug? Yeah, I bought a cricket for myself. <laughs> is it loud at night? How do you... <laughs> yeah, he sings me lullabies. Yeah. Did you name him Jiminy? Yeah, Jimothy, okay. actually. Jim- Jimothy. Jimothy. Jimothy Cricket. <laughs> nice. <laughs> And um, so, yeah, it's fresh out of the box. Okay, you should, it's not a bug. No, it's not a bug. People that don't know what a cricket is. (laughs) A cricket is used usually for crafters. Um, You can like cut out vinyl and like iron it on to stuff or you can, it does like a variety of things. It can cut balsam wood, I read. So there's a bunch of things. You can put a pen in it and it can like write cards for you. What kind of wood? Did I not say it right? Balsam, B-A-L. Oh, that, that is right. Okay. I thought it was balsa. I think it's inter- interchangeable maybe. Well, anyways, so I bought this Cricut for myself because I use it to make the screens that I use um, to screen our apparel. And um, I cut out the vinyl and I tape it down and then I screen it like normal. And so I'd been using my parents and I would drive all the way over town to go to their house to print out. It it doesn't take very long to like cut out on the Cricut. So I was like, I'm going to do it. I did a good holiday season. So I'm going to treat myself to this Cricut fresh out of the box. Broken. Broken. It does not work. It makes the most horrendous sound. It sounds like I'm feeding children through it. And like a wood chipper? Yeah. And <clears throat> I know what it's <throat> supposed to sound like. And so I chatted them today and I was like, hey, this is not working. Is there like something I can do? And they're like, take a video and email it to us. And I was like, oh my gosh, Smart. this is never going to resolve. <laughs> so I did that and I'm sitting there and I'm just like, so I'm just fuming because I'm so mad Cause I mean, it's not the customer service person's fault. It's just, right. it's not like Apple where I can walk into a store and just exchange it. It's like right. ordered it online. Even if I ordered it from like, even if I went to the store, like Michael's or Target and got it, I'd still have to go through their like website. So annoying. Yeah. Yeah. So I was texting uh, your mom and she's like, just keep hounding them. Get back on chat. And so I did, but the second guy I talked to was super helpful and they're sending me a new one now. Nice. But that's going to take another 10 days to get here. 
It's better than nothing. True. It's better but than- the only reason I got this is so that I didn't have to go drive across town to make four new screens. Um, and that's what I'm going to end up having to do anyways. Mm. So. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, it sucked. Thank you. Because I was really excited about it. And I was like, yes, finally streamlining the process here. So I'm not just driving mm-hmm. all over town to like, you know, make my stuff. And mm-hmm. man, I think I knew it too. I was like, I bet something's going to go wrong. You know, when you just know, it's like setting up a printer. It can like feel your fear. It like knows. <laughs> and you're just yes. like, please, you're just like trying to, you're like, please, please just work. Like, please just yes. like feed the mat through, please. Yeah, there is nothing more frustrating than um, buying something and you're being really excited about it and it not working when yep. you get it. This happens, I feel like this happens to me all the time. And I've learned to just, um, one of the things that I'm working on for this year specifically, but um, I'm being more intentional about it this year, but a thing that I've been working on is just curbing my expectations. Just. Mm-hmm about everything in life. So whenever I buy something, I try really hard not to let myself get excited about it (laughs) because I know there's like, (laughs) it is pretty sad, but that's, I feel like I have to start there before I can find the middle ground. True. Um, so I live my life in a constant state of disappointment because I am so excited for everything. That's how I, that's how I feel, especially (laughs) like when I buy something, I do, like a psychopathic amount of research Mm -hmm. and like there's all of this anticipation Mm -hmm. built up. Um, For example, when I bought my AirPods in uh, August or October in the fall, um, they stopped working like almost immediately and I was so excited for them. And then I got them replaced and then those ones stopped working. So then I like, I've been through three pairs already. So um, after that, I was just kind of like, you know, just, yeah, it's not never, yeah. nothing's ever going to work first time. So I am really hoping that it my does. My new phone, that happened to my new yeah, phone that I got, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. If I, I'm really going to try and be hopeful that it works because it's a, I mean, it's a good product and like, I know it takes a little like finessing to figure out each like one. They're all kind of a little different. But I'm like, Mm -hmm. this isn't just because I'm like wanting to craft. I don't want to just like scrapbook (laughs) on the weekends, you know? Right. Like I'm trying to, it cuts my cost way down if I can do it myself. And it's just like, son of a, oh, and you want to, you're just that feeling where you're just like. Yeah. Well, hopefully (laughs) round two will go better for you, though it probably won't. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. Okay, so what is that then when you you know people are like the thoughts you put out into the world like that's what you get. So if I'm like it's not going to work, I just know it. Does that make it not work? Or if I'm like I'm so excited, I can't wait to use it and then it doesn't work, you know? Like what? Yeah, I you never win. I I wonder about this too because I do also often have a negative outlook. So I think what you have to do is just not think anything. Be okay with whatever happens. Well, you don't have to be okay with it, but I think if you hype it up one way or another, it's going to not go well. Yeah. I guess the worst thing that happens is I get to go see my parents. Yeah. (laughs) Really, the worst thing that happens is you are in the same place that you are in right now. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah, and then you'll just deal with it. Yeah. You'll just deal with it. Yeah. The thing about my experiences with things like this, like with Apple, um, Apple has really good customer service. So yeah. they like they they make it right. Um, I've had another really painful experience recently when I had um, I had custom in-ear monitors made for when I'm playing drums. Mm-hmm. And that whole experience was a literal nightmare. Yeah. Like I had I had to have my molds made like multiple times because they couldn't get couldn't get them right. And these are expensive, and the molds are expensive. And then I was paying shipping back and forth oh to my have them gosh. like they weren't- remade. Um, and at one point, I finally just decided I was going to deal with them. And then I figured out a way to make them work. So hopefully they just get it right for you. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of that customer service, I tried out Thrive Market. And I was so excited about it. Like, I just set myself up for this. So, Thrive Market is like you pay wholesale prices for groceries, but they're all like organic or, you know, and it's like their own brand of stuff too. And so, you pay like a $5 a month fee and they send it to you however frequently you want. And my experience. They send you groceries in the mail. Yeah, but it's like, um, non-perishable stuff yeah but you can get like wine and you can get um you can get meat and stuff but it's more expensive if you get the like meat and stuff Uh so i was just gonna try it out because i follow this girl who uses it and she makes a lot of good recipes with it and so i was like okay yeah you know i'm okay buying good quality stuff my experience was terrible it was the literal worst so their site says two to three day shipping it came 11 days later mm. and I was like, I know the minute I go grocery shopping to get the stuff I need, my box is going to get here. So I just <laughs> and kept, that's probably what happened, right? Yep. And so I just kept waiting. I yeah. There's no way to contact them except chat on their website. So I had to chat them. I'm like, hey, I and I tweeted them. And mm. so their tweet, they tweeted back at me fast. <laughs> like I was like, okay. Yeah. But they're, I chatted with them and I'm like, um, I literally, my package went to North Platte. So it went from Utah to North Platte. And then it goes to usually uh, Lenexa. Is that how you say it? Kansas? Yeah. And then it gets to us, which is weird because North Platte's only three hours away. But it went mm-hmm. to Lenexa. It sat there for two days and then it went all the way up to Minnesota. It sat there for five days and they changed the delivery date to just pending. They just uh, like took my delivery date off. And I was like, hey, I understand like, you know, shipping's a nightmare right now, but can you just tell me when it's going to get here so I can get groceries and like plan for my meals? And they're like, yeah, FedEx is dealing with it. So like you have to contact them. And I was like, your site Mm -hmm. says two to three days though. So if like, I'm going to keep my membership, I just want to know because like I planned my meals around this. And they're like, it usually takes two to five days. And I was like, so you're still lying though. Like that's still not true. (laughs) And so then I got my stuff and I was like, okay, I'll just like, whatever, I'll give it a chance. And their products were not good. The pancake mix I Mm. got, it was like, it tasted chalky. And I was like, this is why you don't try new things because Kodiak Cakes does not do you wrong like that. Yeah, this is why you don't eat organic things. Yeah, and the the quantity (laughs) size was really small and just like, the only good thing was that I got collagen at a pretty good price from Ancient Nutrition. Mm. So then I was like, because you get like 30 day free trial. So I had to eat, Check them again. And I was like, hey, I want to cancel. You can't cancel through their site. You have to go through the chat and say, I want to cancel my membership. 
Yeah. So then when I'm trying to cancel my membership, they're like, hi, how can we make this right for you? We would like to offer you a four months free. We would like to do this. And they like offered <laughs> right, me of all of these things. And I was like, Stefan, they want to, they want to offer me four months. He's like, no, say no. If I want to quit the gym. <laughs> yes. I felt like Chandler. <laughs> He's like, if it takes two weeks to ship something, four months free is not worth it. Cause it's like two shipments. Right. So that blew also. It does blow. <laughs> It's that stuff like that is hard because it it is not really their fault. Yeah, but it still sucks. Yeah, I think you are being sketchy if you can't just go cancel your membership through a site. I know. I hate when they're like, "You need to have written confirmation of your intent to cancel within thirty days of your next." <laughs> yes. It's like, what does that mean? Like, can I just email? It? Do I have to write it and put it on a pigeon and send the pigeon to you? Like, what does that mean? Yeah. You can't just call someone. I'll send and my I Harry hate. Potter I owl. hate talking to people on the phone or whatever. Yeah. Like, if I can just send an email, it's fine. But usually, what happens is you'll email these places. I want to cancel. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. And then they won't email you mm-hmm, back. Mm-hmm. So you don't know if it got canceled. Mm-hmm. And then you get billed mm-hmm. and you're like, yo, I emailed you. It's a nightmare. It's a thing. It's because they're yeah. banking on people just being like, oh, or they just forget. Yeah. It's like contract. I, I mean, s- subscriptions in general, I feel like that's the that's the business model. Yeah. Is assuming that people will just be too lazy to cancel it. Yeah. That's how contract gyms work. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. It's the world that we live in. It so is. It, that's unfortunate that that didn't work out. Yeah, because it was going to be you probably cool. got swindled by an influencer. Yeah, I did, but I got my Classic. money back. So really, all I spent okay. on was the groceries, which I would have spent anyways. They just kind of didn't yeah. taste good. Well, now you know. Yeah. So this episode is not <laughs> just a consumerism rant. But we, we should do that because man, that we, would be a good we one. could go. I think you and I could both go off on consumerism <laughs> rants, but uh, this episode we decided to dive into our guilty pleasures. Yeah. The uh, the things that we're, we hate to love and- Love to hate. Love to hate, You took I guess. L- like a lot of mine. Oh, really? Pretty much all of yours were mine, so I had to come up with other ones that <laughs> I like to indulge in. Well, that's okay. You can- uh, <laughs> We can share. Okay. Um, I'll just go first. Do you want to back and forth these bad boys or? Yeah, I'm really going to backpack on yours though, because the ones you picked are my top. You're going to backpack on them. Like okay. I'm going to just like grab on and be like, same. You're going to sloth, sloth back me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that word. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to start gross right from the beginning. Um, this is one that I feel pretty passionate about though. And it's nose picking. Dude, when I saw that, Um, I felt seen. This is by far one of my guiltiest, most pleasurable guilty pleasures that I have. Um, (laughs) not even joking. Like there is nothing better than getting that one booger that has been bothering you all day. Mm -hmm. And it's even better when it, when it's like, a super dry one Crusty. that was like around the right angle corner in your nose. Like you had to go like one and a half to two knuckles deep to really work for it. Oh yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with people picking their nose. Like I really don't. Um, 
I think as long as you like do it in private, which I usually do, (laughs) (laughs) and you wash your hands, then it's like how it's it's no grosser than going to the bathroom. Are you a flicker? So that's that's probably the worst part of my habit is I'm a flicker. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, that's I like- on, I'm I only flick when I know they're not gonna <laughs> stick. Though this is my life motto: if it ain't gonna stick, you can flick. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> then it's like it's like toenails. Like most people clip their toenails okay. and then just like leave them on the floor. Stefan so. does that, and he keeps them in little piles on the couch. That's gross. He likes to smell them. That's so weird. <laughs> I've heard of I've heard about this thing where people like to smell their toenails. I have never I have never felt any the, need. Uh, the, any just need. the desire. No. I've never like wondered what the, I whatever. No. Anyway. That's not one of my guilty pleasures. Um but yeah, so I'm I'm a pretty unashamed nose picker and I think that um if you're in the comfort of your own home um, or the comfort of your own car or something, there should be no shame in being able to throw a finger up there and get that bad boy. <laughs> Dude, so. There's something like, there's just like a great feeling. It's like cracking your knuckles after a long day, like a long day. Mm. And you just like get that one that's just been like, you felt like yeah. you haven't been able to breathe and you mm-hmm. lodge that rock right out. Mm-hmm. That is That is sweet release like none other. Yeah, and I feel like people, so like growing up, mom would always say, go blow your nose. Mm -hmm. People who think you get the same amount of relief from blowing your nose as you do from picking your nose, it's two completely different things. (laughs) Like most of the time, the treasure that I'm digging for is not going to become unearthed by just a little bit of wind coming through my nose. Like it requires serious excavation. Okay. So don't try to tell me that I should just go blow my nose because it's not going to make a difference. That's a dry blow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The only, the only thing, the only time that this is an issue, it's kind of like when you trust a fart, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes if you trust one of your bugs a little bit too much and it comes out with like a rod attached to the end of it. <laughs> you feel it on the back of your throat pulling all that's, that. <laughs> that's when um, it's a huge problem. Yeah. Because then you can't flick it. You cannot flick one of those. You're like this. <laughs> yeah. You're like, uh, you have to go immediately wash your hands um, or just do the thing where you rub your hands together and make it go away. You are lying. You don't do that. Please tell me no, you don't do that. I don't do that, but it does work. But you still have to wash your hands <laughs> pretty thoroughly. Ew. So yeah, if you know it's a hard one, just get it out. Yeah. Purell afterward, you're all good. Yeah. I think like there are people who go to the bathroom and don't wash their hands. And for some reason that seems more socially acceptable than picking your nose, mm-hmm. which I think is worse. I think mm-hmm. it's worse. I if do you both go to the bathroom and, and don't wash your hands. You don't wash your hands <laughs> and you also pick your nose. The lo- the look so on you your get face. pee fingers up your nose cavity. Like on your face. Gross. I sometimes don't because the smell of soap makes me nauseous. Ah. Uh, it's like from when I was really sick and I would use the bathroom at school and I would smell the like bathroom soap, you know? School bathroom soap has a very specific smell. It does. And so like when we were on our trip, I made sure just to use like a lot of hand sanitizer. We had like a literal like 10 gallon jug of like 
hand sanitizer. Mm. Uh, but you know whose soap does smell good that I will use is Lisa's, your mother's. She's always got good smelling good soap. Good smelling soap, yeah. Yeah. So cool. that's my nose picking yeah, thing. That's like that starts it off great. Now that we lost everyone, we can go into the rest of these. Yeah. Um, my first one is ungodly amounts of TikTok and social media, but there's a preface because I know I already, I've come to accept that I live my life on like online. Yeah. Okay. So like Mm -hmm. people are always like, get off your phone or like my phone's like you were watching TikTok for six hours today. And I'm like, I know I was there. Mm -hmm. It's part of the plan. <laughs> yeah. It's in but, my time budget for the day. But my guilty pleasure is like on a Sunday afternoon when I have nothing else to do. All my chores are done. All my all my stuff for work's done. And I just get to kick my feet up and mm-hmm. just scroll. And there's just mm-hmm. no shame. And I'm just doing it for hours. That yeah. is the sweet spot. But even more so when there's celebrity gossip and mm. you get into every single gossip channel and then you go and see, look at all the celebrities' accounts and you like you read through all of their posts and you see their posts and you see what they're posting and who they're tagging and then you see who else is posting about it. And then you take that to Twitter and you go into the search and you search their name. So for example, there was some drama here in Nebraska with um, an Omaha shop. I'm not going to drop names because I don't think anyone who listens to this uh, knows about them, but there was some like heat about them. I spent hours. I searched every combination of words that people would be tweeting about them and like with the person's name. And then I went and read all of the new reviews on Google that people were leaving about the... (laughs) About the business. It is like so pleasing to my brain to get every morsel of detail. And I have a, I have a hot take here about me. I think, yeah, about you. (laughs) I think this is going to rock your world. Probably not. I think that your guilty pleasure is not social media. Your guilty pleasure is drama. Yeah. Because I think this is why you like trashy TV as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised that did not make your list, to be honest with you. Like, really trashy uh, reality TV. Well, I feel like that's just kind of a normal life thing. So, like, can it be a guilty pleasure if it's, like, always in my... If I'm always watching, like, trashy TV? It's not a normal life thing because not everybody does that. For me, though. Like, I can't say that, like... Well, the... You can make the same argument uh, argument about this. Or picking but social, your nose. not all not all social media is dramatic, but you like the dramatic stuff. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, sure. I love but I love specifically like reality TV drama or like celebrity drama. Like I hate real right. drama in my life. Like I freaking cannot deal with it. Well, you like it when it's people that are not you or that or are not immediately involved with you. True true, yeah. But the yeah, because I guess I really got into the like Omaha drama. Yeah. yeah, that was big. That was super. Yeah, I was up all night reading that. Like, for <laughs> example, have you heard the thing about Army ha- Armin Hammer, the actor? Do you know who that is? That's a real actor. Yeah, yeah, he played in the Social Network. He was the Winklevoss twins. Armin Hammer is his name. Yeah, <laughs> like a <laughs> yes. Arm. It's Armand. 
A-R-M-A-N-D, not arm and. <laughs> like, but ar- you say it like Armin. <laughs> he goes by army. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, there was what like. an unfortunate name. <laughs> <laughs> There was like DMs released that he's a cannibal. And I went, oh my gosh, I was on Army Hammer cannibal army Twitter Hammer cannibalism. for hours. It is. Oh, it you're is, such a sucker. Is, I know, but it's so good. I learned, I, I learned something about you today in our family group chat when mom was like, have you guys heard about the theory of whatever? And you're like, there's a theory. Like as soon as you tell Sarah that there's a like an underlying theory about something, that's when she becomes interested in it. She said the theory of cuteness though. Come on. No, but what I'm saying is like you are so you're into conspiracy theories and you're into like these things like he's a cannibal. (laughs) Okay, I feel like I need to preface that though, because saying I'm into conspiracy theories now is a dangerous game. Yeah, it really is. I am am not a conspiracy theorist and (sighs) I think you are though. Really? Okay, we want to go there, Mr. You and Tyler thinking aliens are real and like. Sending me that I'm, stuff that it's a yeah. that's not a conspiracy. Oh, also, it's reality. I didn't say I think they're real. I think they could be. <laughs> okay. And I don't like go around. That's not like a a pivotal conversation <laughs> I have with people. <laughs> okay, I don't believe like conspiracy theories are real, but it's the same thing as this. I love ingesting all this information that is like so uh, like unbelievable like army hammer Uh being a cannibal and dming girls on instagram saying he wants to eat their fingers and stuff is wild and in the world we live in it's just a sweet spot like kanye west (laughs) did you hear why you sound like a cannibal (laughs) did you hear why kanye and kim are getting a divorce because he's gay because he's sleeping with jeffree star which is not true but man the amount of time i spent (laughs) reading about it that's so okay so that's not true well i don't think it's real so who's jeffree star he's a makeup guru okay he's supremely racist so that's also kind of weird Mm. but yeah so that's one of my guilty pleasures it's just it's like you know when like um back in the day people would read like smut magazines about like tabloids like that's what it is now. Yeah, it's just drama. I don't mind like whatever people can hate on it. I'll pick my nose and read my Twitter threads. <laughs> Those two things go hand in hand. Yeah, but I so like Matt Fraser and Rich Froning, there was big beef between them. And I was like watching like all the interviews and like reading their posts and then out of nowhere they were both like Hey, we talked out. We're good, and it just ended with nothing. And oh, I was like, "Was it the worst?" Oh, you tease. They tease. Yeah. They teased us. <sighs> That's the worst. They knew. All right. What's your next? All right. One? So my next one really is pretty closely related to this to yours. Um, just general sloth behavior. So how is that related to mine? I'm completely well, active when I'm doing that. Because my sloth thing used to be social media. Oh, and I, I mean, I wasn't like you where I was like, um, into gossip girl, gossip girling on social media, XOXO. I would, I just would mindlessly scroll and look at, you know, things that weren't even all that interesting. Yeah. 
for hours, hours. <laughs> like it was a real problem. I um, um, did read that that means you have a toxic sense of self if you can sit and scroll for hours and not retain anything because you don't want to be alone with your th- thoughts. Yeah, that sounds about right. I read um, that and I was like... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so my my new... The way that I've supplemented my social media addiction is now just like the classic watching a show on Netflix that you've already seen 10 times. Mm-hmm. Um, for hours and so hours what's your and show? hours. Uh, it's New Girl right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I used it's to be Friends. One. And then it friends was, big, was a good one. Big Bang. Big Bang, uh, we had, I had actually not seen before. So I didn't feel bad about it then. But when we finished it and I immediately went back to the beginning and started <laughs> over. <laughs> I get this feeling, feeling of like, I don't want my, I don't want to lose my friends. Right. You know? I totally understand that. But that when it's a I show like we, I, we finished new girl again, like a couple weeks ago and I just like went right back to the beginning mm-hmm. and that has consumed my life recently. Yeah. So just I general totally slo- slothness. Um, I had a day off from work yesterday and I had all these plans about being productive and doing something meaningful with that day. And none of that happened. And that's okay. <laughs> You need days like that. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I, I feel guilty while I'm doing it, but I also get pleasure out of it. So hence it made the list on my guilty pleasures. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel guilty about it. Mm. My day, okay. my days are like 80% sloth behavior and 20% productivity. And I feel like yours are like the opposite. So like when you get to be sloth, you're like, yeah. Yeah, I lean into it when I but when I get the chance, but I need to like switch because it's just my natural state now. Yeah. See, the problem is because I'm always, you know, during the day always going mentally. I'm just like the kind of person that feels like I should be doing something at all times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's how I was like when I was younger and when mm-hmm. I was in college, I mm-hmm. was always doing something. So even now, when I try to disconnect from that, I can't, so I feel guilty. Yeah. Even though it's just like normal people behavior generally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your next one? Uh, my next one is Chick-fil-A. And okay. I say that um, also with Ashley on her way to go get me Chick-fil-A right now. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I used to not be a big Chick-fil-A fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I was more of a Raisin Cane's gal mm, myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then one day I just, I don't know. You switched. Drank the Kool-Aid. Yeah. I, it's like $7 for mm-hmm. a little meal and I know it's not healthy, mm-hmm. but you know, with the world we're in right now and the fact that I'm only on this earth for like 80 to 90 years. <laughs> Like I'm here for a good time, not a long time. And if Chick-fil-A is going to be a good part of that, that's fine. You're on the, we're going to die anyway. So might as well eat Chick-fil-A train. Yeah. So this is what I'm trying to do for 2021. And I was just like, literally before you, like we started recording, I was sitting there like, have you seen that meme where that cat is just sitting on the edge of the bed and he's just like staring? Like that's how I felt. And I was trying to think about this because I, I, uh, ebb and flow between what I'm going to do with my year. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do my Ironman again because I Mm -hmm. get to defer. I'm going to do, I'm going to do it. I have like eight months. I can do it and I can train. And then I was sitting here and I was like, I don't want to do it. I just, (laughs) 
I don't want to. Uh-huh. So my goal, I think I finally have established just needs to be balance workout, like an hour uh-huh. a day, five days a week, like consistency. Like I need to get into a point where it's like longevity, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm working out, like I can consistently do it for years to come. Uh huh. And, um, so what I'm going to start doing is get back into tracking my macros and I'm just going to fit that fat chicken sandwich right into my macros with Chick-fil-A and once a week I'm going to get one of their cookie and cream milkshakes and I'm just going to be freaking okay with it. Yeah, do it. I'm not going to even feel guilty about it. I do have to stop drinking a milkshake every time I go. Right. But you know, once a week, what's it going to do? It's not going to do anything. See the, um, there's nothing wrong with doing that and you should not feel guilty about it. The, yeah. the thing that people get hung up on is when they're not honest with themselves about the rest of their macros yeah. so that it makes room in the <laughs> app for the Chick-fil-A. Yeah. So you got to be on point about yeah. everything else if you're going to be using using up your budget on stuff like this. But if you can do it right, there's nothing wrong with it. And that's what yeah. keeps a lot of people adhering, like you said, balance, man. Yeah. So I'm not really... Um, balanced yet so right now it is just a guilty pleasure but soon it'll just become yeah i don't think i don't think the chick-fil-a and your um 300 calorie starbucks starbucks drinks can live (laughs) harmoniously in the same day okay so i I would say there's probably more value in the chick-fil-a than the starbucks drink there definitely is if you're gonna pick one Yes. Um, and, but I have been trying to be mindful of, like I said, the milkshake and the right. sauce. Sauce. The sauce yep. slaps, but man, I know <laughs> that it it's holding a lot of sugar in that. Yeah. I did give up my Starbucks. Mm. I haven't had Starbucks. I just had it on Sunday. In the fir- that was the first time I'd had it in a month. And I just had my normal iced latte, which yeah. the sugar count is significantly less. It's like yeah. 11 grams compared. And that's just because of the milk that they use. It's not like added sugar because you use whole milk. Okay. You know, you know that it's not just about sugar, right? Yeah, I know. Like but that whole was milk what has was a lot of fat the, in it. Yeah. But that was what was giving me the headaches. That's what I was okay. worried about. Okay. Was the, the fact that I was having blinding, debilitating migraines. Yeah. But I am always really low on fat anyways. Like I never get enough in when I count my macros. So I don't, that doesn't really bother me much. My body does better with high fat. Okay. I, I see your eyes, but I just. No, I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> as long as you're keeping track of the whole picture. Yes. But the fact that I went from having them three to four times a week to once a month was a big budget cut in my calories for me to allow these three yeah. to four times a week Chick-fil-A binges. Perfect. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Jake's like grinding his teeth. No, there's nothing. There's literally nothing wrong with that. I yeah. Think that, like, I think it's important for people to have those things. Like, I don't have, I don't have fast food, a fast food thing. Like, I don't crave Chick-fil-A. Yeah. My hot take is I think Chick-fil-A is wildly overrated. Like, I've never been, I've never been impressed by it. Um, I think it's middle of the road. Yeah, it's not I, the best thing I've ever eaten, but I'm always it's on. Good. I'm always in the camp of like I can always find better options to spend my calories on. Yeah, than Chick Fil A. Um, like I, I mean, I always make room for Chipotle in mm-hmm. on Sundays. That's like my mm-hmm. go-to meal on Sundays mm-hmm. is to, a fat double chicken bowl on from <laughs> Chipotle. Um, so yeah, everyone needs those things. It's fine. Yeah, Fit exactly. It in. 
Yeah. Uh, my next one, I, I think this one is probably more related to your social media one than the last one I did, but um, talking shit on people. Mm-hmm. This is one that I feel insanely guilty for. <laughs> Yeah. But I think, th- I think the more guilty you feel is directly proportional to the amount of pleasure that it gives you. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel guilty about the fact that I, that it's such a cathartic experience for me to mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. go in on somebody mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when it's behind their back is the key. Mm-hmm. It's well, not yeah, it's never nearly be their as face. satisfying if they're there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot worse. Actually. It's a lot more less enjoyable. <laughs> but I don't know what it is. And this is something that I have like, I've really tried to at least be mindful of that. It's a tendency of mine. Mm-hmm. So like I try to do the thing where like if I find myself just f- starting to roll down the mountain of mm-hmm. shit that yeah. there is oh, to that be is spoken. For sure. You, um, you start I, getting out of control. I do the thing where I say, Oh, but he's a good guy. So <laughs> <laughs> that's like my, that's my, uh, pull the shoot ejector yep. seat kind of <laughs> phrase. But like, Save dude, I can minute. go on mad rolls of just yep. talking major trash. And yep. especially if I've been drinking, like I, I'm a pretty even, oh, I can do it sober. even keel person most of the time, but I feel like my peaks and valleys are very amplified when I'm drinking. So if I'm <laughs> frustrated or if I like just flip the switch and I'm mm-hmm. a little bit loose lipped, mm-hmm. buckle in because it's yeah. going to be a long night. <laughs> like yeah. I'm going to go for it. Yeah. Um, it's just not productive in any way. Not at all. Like, I think the only productive thing about it is you being able to like get something off your chest, Mm -hmm. but that's usually not worth like, like, I think, I think a high level of shit talking is acceptable if it's like to your therapist or something, someone that, yeah, if it's just like to the void basically, but if it's to like a mutual friend group or like a mutual friend or something, it's useless and it's going to just cause trouble. So it's super awkward and (sighs) yeah, it's bad news. I know that (laughs) I put, (laughs) I am horrible at this and that was going to be one of my guilty pleasures was gossip and which clearly I said celebrity gossip, but like just, yeah. Dish and hot tea. Dish and hot heat on people. And so when we were coming back from our trip, Stefan was falling asleep. We had like an, we had like three hours left um, to get to North Platte and nothing was working. I was like playing Netflix. I was like through the speakers. I was playing music. I was, I was, he's like, Sarah, I think I'm going to need you to just vent for like an hour and a half. And And I was like, yeah. And I did. I straight hardcore vented and I went like petty, like to the, like the most minute thing about like Uh people that drive me nuts. Uh And I just, and I like an hour and a half had passed like nothing. Like I was like, did that work? He's like, yeah, I feel great. And we got there. (laughs) It was, it's not one of my prouder moments, but like, I'm kind of proud of it. It's not a thing I've like, I hate, I, this is one of the things that I despise about myself the most because I'm always the one <laughs> where people like, I'll be on a roll and then someone will be like, all right, but the, they'll like 
yeah. stop me. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm the only one that feels this way. Dang, I'm yeah. a bad person, you know? Yeah. So I, I have it's no It's great end. when you and I are together though. Yeah, it's just a, it's a shit storm the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> we do nothing but talk bad about everyone we know. It's okay. I don't want anyone listening to this to be like, <laughs> oh crap. It's like, um, it's something I've been trying to work on too, because when I'm just like annoyed, like I have like, that's where I go. Yeah. It's just immediately like talking bad about somebody. Yeah. That's, that's me too. I really try though. If I have a mutual friend, like I just saw, um, a mutual friend of mine and they were asking about this other mutual friend. I really try hard not to say my feelings in that moment because I'm like, I don't want their relationship with them to be based off of this. But she asked like specifically and I was just like, all right, sure. (laughs) I like to my earrings out. (laughs) You know what the best, the best thing is when you find out that one of your friends feels the the same same way. way. (laughs) (laughs) Like that little dance that you guys do where you start kind of like offering each other little nuggets and then finally you're like, okay, but what about this? Yeah. That's when you just, that's when you become really good friends with that person. Yep. Like yep, you bond. That's usually like at work when you like realize that you and like your like someone else hate the same person at work. Yep. That's like the bonding. That's like the only thing I ever bond with people at work mm-hmm. about. And yeah. now I work by myself. So yeah. So I hate myself the most. Everybody you work with is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your, we could talk about this forever given the nature <laughs> of the topic. So what is your next one? Um, my. Next one is overly indulgent food. So it mm. goes in line with Chick-fil-A, but like to the next level. Mm-hmm. So like, like a cheese board is like my baseline and I can sit down and pound an entire block of brie cheese. Yeah. And I don't feel bad about it. So that's how I know it's like a guilty plot. Like I feel like a little guilty eating Chick-fil-A all the time, but like food like this, like comfort food is like, <laughs> I just oh. love it so much. I can't. Oh. <laughs> so like, like a fat stack of decadent waffles oh, or yeah. like, shut up, or like <laughs> queso dip. Like there's this, yeah. new, like we've been eating at this restaurant every Friday and they have this amazing like uh Gouda dip mm. with homemade chips, and I just like could sit there and just like block like blinders on, go yeah. freaking yeah, or like a decadent like steak is good for you, but like you know when it's just like fried and it's got like onions and mushrooms, and you got like a big old like when my mouth is watering. Soak it in butter. Yeah. yeah. So like, but like. Not just like Chick-fil-A that I get all the time, but like decadent food that I'm going to like excrete grease out of my <laughs> skin when I'm done. Or like yeah. a super good um, or like ice cream from like an ice cream shop, you mm-hmm. know, or sweets of literally any kind. See, this is this is interesting because this is one that I had thought about putting on um, and I felt weird. I have a food one. I'll just go into it and then we can talk about this. <laughs> okay, My food yeah. one is chocolate chip cookies because mm-hmm. like I'm literally the cookie monster. If there's like mm-hmm. a, a thing of cookies on the, on the table, like they're going to mm-hmm. all be gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, 
it was weird for me to put that on there because I, I generally always feel like, um, really good food is worth it. And I never feel all that guilty about it. And Mm -hmm. I think the reason is because it's not a common occurrence for me. So like Mm -hmm. if I was to bake chocolate chip cookies every day and just constantly Mm -hmm. be eating cookies every day, all day, then it would be a guilty thing, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't think twice about like, if we go out to eat, even if we go out to eat like once every two weeks, I don't think twice about getting the big freaking steak, you know, Mm -hmm. just because it's like a treat and I don't know. I always kind of save up for stuff like that in a weird way. So I have been learning about myself that like I won't. So like I was at Target and I had like a basket full of clothes and it was all on sale, like 75% off. And then I went and put it all back, which is incredibly inconvenient right now because they have it as a one way. Uh, so I had to walk all the way around again to get back. Yeah. And it's the same thing with food. And I've been learning that it's because I don't feel like I deserve like uh stuff, I guess. Mm. Like I don't feel like I deserve to like treat myself or like so like Chick-fil-A is easy to like indulge in because it's seven dollars. Yeah, and it's see, like that's, fast food. That's the one that I would feel more guilty about because it was it's like such a common thing. Yeah, but I can get like Ashley and Stefan to do it with me. So if I can <laughs> if I can get somebody to do drugs with me, then it's not as bad. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get them to eat good good food with you? No, I can, but it's just like I don't know. It's just it's more normal. It's like all the time. So it's just like but to like, I don't go shopping every single day or three times a day. So to go shopping, it's like a special occasion. And I'm like, well, I don't know if I really deserve this. And mm. so if I do get like food like that, it is like otherworldly. Yeah. It's like urethral for me. U- urethral? Isn't that the word? Urethral? <laughs> you said urethral. <laughs> That's the word, isn't it? Ethereal. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't what know. I, I don't know how you enjoy things urethrally, but <laughs> I think that's wait. So what's the word? Ethereal. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> God. Uh, anyway, I, I, I don't, is. I don't, I don't feel guilty about indulgent food cause I don't eat it all that often. Yeah. If I did it every day, then I would like the, like at this weekend I had steak like three times. Mm. Cause I've got a bunch of steaks in my freezer. Mm-hmm. At that point I started to feel a little bit, uh, I don't need a ribeye every day. Ribeyes <laughs> are pretty, uh, pretty decadent. Yeah, they are pretty high fat content. Mm-hmm. All right. So we had some listeners join into this party. Yes. So the first one was shopping on Amazon, especially since the pandemic started. Mm. And my only thing about um, shopping on Amazon that I feel guilty about is that uh, there's like so many people that are like, stop giving Amazon your business. Jeff Bezos doesn't need your money, blah, blah. blah. And I'm like, you know Stupid. what? He delivers it to me next day. And you know what? Sometimes I wait till the last minute to order something. So I need yeah. it the next day. Yeah. I'm not going to go. But then I read an article about, about 
<laughs> there's an article about how there's actually no ethical consumer um like purchasing under capitalism. So I was like Exactly. That's fine. I'm just going to keep up with my Amazon Prime then. I Pe- shop local when I can, but people are just worked up over the fact that Jeff Bezos could buy the world and, and still have money left over. <laughs> they think they think that rich people have a moral obligation to disperse all of their wealth because other people aren't rich and I I don't subscribe to that because I'm a capitalist. Yeah. I believe in consumerism and and that kind of thing, so Jeff Bezos, man. You got he my money. created a product that works well. <laughs> I use it all the time. <laughs> yeah, I um I had to be pretty careful because I can definitely be a therapy shopper or re- retail mm-hmm. whatever. Re- yeah, I partake in retail therapy. Uh occasionally and it can get out of hand pretty quickly like there are certain months i I use that mint app and i can go in and Mm -hmm. like track all of my transactions Mm -hmm. and the one the months that are always a lot higher are the months that i was feeling pretty low and was just like buying like a 14 dollar thing on amazon like every two days some like (laughs) bs little trinket thing yeah i don't ever buy like big ticket items for myself. I just buy a lot of yeah. small dumb things when I'm there's that something that would add up to th- one there's just big something thing. about like that constant flow of presents that you get to open. <laughs> like yeah. people come into yeah. your door. I had like a huge shipment of stuff for like um like my business come in. I had like four big boxes and a couple small ones that I was waiting on all from Amazon. And it was amazing. It was like all sitting on my porch. I was like ah! Yay! This is so fun. Yeah. Second <laughs> and it Christmas. got here in three days, like they said it would. Yep, they're usually they're usually not wrong about their time estimates. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead shop on Amazon. My guilty pleasure with shopping is I just load up my carts online and then I let the tabs sit there and mm. I just watch it and then I close it. Yeah. I don't get anything. I always do this thing where um, if something is on sale for like a limited amount of time, I'll put it in my cart and I'll just like wait. I'll be like, Mm -hmm. contemplate whether or not I need it for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And then the sale will end. And I'll be Mm -hmm. like, oh, son of a, I guess I can't buy this. Can't get it now. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, you weren't going to buy it anyway, but yeah, I get, that's quite a, quite an emotional roller coaster for me as well. Um, the next one is banana moon pies. I had to look these up. Are they moon pies though that are flavored banana? Yeah. That. Well, the name kind of gave that away, but I wasn't sure what a yeah, moon but that's pie what, was. You've had a moon pie. We had them at the eclipse party. I don't know if I ever had one. They are so sweet. <laughs> they seem like, yeah, anything that, any of these like prepackaged desserts, like little Debbies and Yeah. I love them. Yeah. I'm I'm more they of a oatmeal, oatmeal cream pie kind of guy. <laughs> they What do you mean you love they, them but they're not good? <laughs> like they they are like just like when you think of a prepackaged dessert, that is I think they were like one of the first ones, like right along little Debbie. Yeah. And I mean, like, I would never eat a cosmic brownie and say, this is the best brownie I've ever had. You know what I mean? Right. Like, they're not doing a lot. <laughs> they're barely doing freaking, the brownie thing. They're yeah, like barely brownies. I will, I will shove, shove six of those straight into my mouth. No blinking. They're so good. Yeah. 
All cool. Right. Okay. Banana so, would be an interesting flavor. I was always a fan of the banana milk growing up as a kid. The Nesquik banana ew. milk is like cho- I, you know, chocolate milk, but banana. I love banana stuff. Like banana I hate milkshakes. Banana stuff. I used to, when we used no. to go get Sonic milkshakes. I would always get the banana or the banana cream one. No, and I don't like banana cream pie. <sighs> I do love me some banana cream mm-hmm. pie. I had a banana mm-hmm. today. I only like bananas in their truest form. Otherwise, it's as a I banana. Can't. Yeah. Banana. All right. And then the last one is drinking in the shower. (laughs) There's nothing to be ashamed of about drinking in the shower. (laughs) I often find myself using my little soap rack that is built into my shower as a drink holder. (laughs) And I really think that's the the purpose it was made to serve. Intended purpose. Yeah. They're like, why is everyone using this to hold their soap? This is for drinks. Yeah, why do you have soap on your drink holder, man? (laughs) A a shower beer. I don't drink beer anymore, but there's something super nice about a shower beer. Yeah. I don't know what it is, especially like, just picture this. Long day, working in the yard. You mowed the lawn. You planted some plants, pulled some weeds. Do you do that in your apartment? I'm just painting a picture, okay? Okay. <laughs> you're hot, you're gross, you want a beer, and you want a shower. Mm-hmm. Why not combine the two? Mm-hmm. It's the best. I remember when mm-hmm. I was an intern at my company, which I probably shouldn't have said, done this when I was an intern, but <laughs> me and my office mates were talking about like really cheap beer and mm-hmm. like how it serves a very specific purpose. Mm-hmm. Of like, you know, when you're playing softball or um, out working in the yard or something. And I said, <laughs> it's the perfect beer to drink in the shower. <laughs> and no, and they're like, nobody had ever considered a shower beer before. And uh, and you saw their eyes light up with the idea. Oh, with judgment. Root. Yeah. They were all like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? But lo and behold, um, one of them eventually tried it and reported back that it changed his life. Mm-hmm. So really I mm-hmm. was doing God's work and I agree. letting people know, but I, you know, I'll, I'll have an old fashioned in the shower sometimes. <laughs> no shame. I don't judge. I'm treating myself. That's what, that's right. That's what it's about. I also love showers. So it's like two of my favorite things combined. So yeah, whoever said this has my full support in the drinking in the shower <laughs> topic. <laughs> Well, that's it for our uh, guilty pleasures. Yeah, that was fun. I hope, I hope nobody's offended. Otherwise, we'll talk bad about you. Yeah, well, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. <laughs> we'll probably well, never I know. Twi- I'll tweet about it. Yeah. All right. So every week, Jake and I do a go-to for the week. So, Jake, what's your go-to this week? Um, ironically, we mentioned these earlier, but Kodiak waffles. Slap well, Kodiak. Waffles made out of Kodiak cake, pan, pancake mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, slap pretty damn hard. <laughs> this is my, my current go-to uh, pre-workout meal is mm-hmm. um, two servings of Kodiak waffles. So we have a waffle maker. So I just dump it in there. It makes four waffles. I eat that plus a banana plus a protein shake before the gym. You eat all of that plus a protein shake plus a banana plus four waffles? That's your pre-workout? Yes, yeah, my second meal of the day. Meal two. That. <laughs> it's 
not that much food. That's like how much I eat in a day. Sarah, I eat over 3,000 calories a day. So I got to I got to be pounding. I okay, cool. So okay, yeah, that's my pre-workout meal right now. Um really digging it. I'm a fan of the dark chocolate right flavor right now, but I like that they have yep. variety. The uh the mm-hmm. the cinnamon oat one is a banger. And even just the classic buttermilk is really good. Um I just eat them dry too. Like I don't put mm-hmm. syrup or butter. Sometimes They're I'll so good. Sometimes I'll put peanut butter on. I'm on a little bit of a cutting phase right now, so I'm not I'm I'm skipping the peanut butter, but um making like peanut butter sandwich with warm waffles. Oh mm-hmm. Ew, enough with that. <laughs> Kodiak waffles, you have my heart. It's my go to this yes. week. Yes. Oh my gosh. I need to buy stock in Kodiak cakes. I am actually, I feel really guilty that I tried a different pancake mix because they have just always been so good to me. Yeah. If I'm doing like, like brunch or, or something, we'll usually use just like normal pancake mix. Cause there's something about Mm -hmm. like the, that full fat pancake experience. But Mm -hmm. honestly, these are a very, like I could get rid of those and just eat these and be fine. Like the Kodiak yep, they're ones. real comparable. Yeah, they're yep. so good. So they've made a good product. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what's yours? Uh, mine is the show Bridgerton, mm. and I binged most of it on Saturday, and then I finished it yesterday, and it's very good. Yeah, but I don't like the ending. Okay. So it's a series. <laughs> I haven't seen it. So. And it's, um, there's only se- one season right now. And um, what I've been informed by your girlfriend is that there's eight books. It's based off the books. And so they got renewed for seven seasons off of their <sighs> one season. Yikes. Yeah. Okay. So she thinks that they're going to follow the books and just go off of, cause each book is based off one of the kids. Cause there's eight siblings. Uh-huh. I said that already, but that each book will follow like that. Um, so that's why they like wrapped it up yeah. at the end. Like it's like in a nice little neat bow, which I was like, they probably did that one because they weren't sure if it would succeed or not. So you want to, you don't want to leave like a cliffhanger and not really know what's going on. Right. And if they're following the books, then that would make sense too. But I hope that they continue to follow the main girl that we saw this time, Daphne, because I really liked her storyline. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. It's It could be d- interesting if they follow different characters through different seasons, kind of like, um, what are they called? Anthology series. Mm-hmm. Like American Horror Story and I like, things like, I like that. I like the idea that I, I really do enjoy the idea of like a one season show because Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the perfect length to get like a really cool story done. You can't do it Mm -hmm. in a movie because you can't get Mm -hmm. all the details in, Mm -hmm. but like an eight, eight episode or, you know, however long one season deal. I'm a fan. So that could be cool. Yeah. It, uh, I feel like they kind of rushed some of the progress at the end to get it finished. Like they could have really, Drug, not even just drug out, but really worked through some of those storylines that were just like, okay, we're done. Like at the end, yeah. and I really am not a fan of when at the end of shows they're just like, never mind, everything's fine. Right. Like there was some like good tension like between the two main characters, very, like very interesting. Like I thought their arguments were stupid, but it could have been it could have made for good storytelling. Right. 
and it was just kind of like over and done with. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Have you seen that TikTok? Yeah. What? Uh, oh, okay. There's a lot of sex, so, a lot of sex in that show. Um, okay. I'll, I don't think there is. Mm. I mean, you just said you've never seen it. Well, my only experience with it is walking in while my girlfriend is watching it. And the only scenes I've walked into <laughs> have been like very passionate lovemaking. So Shonda Rhimes is the creator of it. And um, she made Grey's Anatomy. And so I think she's now like, ooh, I'm not on ABC. And it doesn't really have to be family friendly. But everyone made it sound like it was going to be like full frontal Pornhub style <laughs> show. <laughs> like, I thought you were going to go for like... Uh, uh, Game of Thrones or <laughs> that's how the, like, yeah, like I was like expecting it to be very Game of Thrones, like just like incessant <laughs> amounts of sex, but Jeez. there's one episode and it's like, it's pretty, you can fast forward through it and yeah, you but wouldn't no miss does. anything, but you're also not fast forwarding through like an entire storyline, you know? Right. Like, I just feel like everyone was like, oh my God, sex. And I was like, oh, it's pretty... Netflixy vibe yeah. of sex. I never standard. saw a bare butt. I know there are a few, but I'm just saying, you know, of the three scenes that I walked in on, they're all sex scenes. The percentage of that is 100%. Was... <laughs> <laughs> it's probably, yeah. So to me, 100% of that show is just yeah. sex scenes. Sex, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I've heard it's good. I probably won't watch yeah. it. Cool. Cool. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Relatively Relatable. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and write a review of our show if you haven't already. And if you want to stay connected with us, you can find us on Instagram at Relatively Relatable Pod. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.